welcome to Reading Retreat, your place to relax and talk about books, reading, wellness, and just generally surviving your 20s. I'm Brianne. And I'm Emily. And today we are talking about popular books as Taylor Swift eras um, to celebrate the release of the Taylor Swift eras tour movie. Which we are both going to see. I'm so excited about. Oh my God. Oh, it's going to be so good. Um, Yeah, as we're recording this. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to see it in a week from Mm -hmm. when we're recording this. So I absolutely cannot wait. This is what I live for, considering Mm -hmm. I didn't get Ares tour tickets. So that was very sad. I'm going to pretend that between now and next November, this podcast is going to get so popular that someone's going to give me free tickets to the Ares tour. Oh, totally. They're going to be like that one episode you did about Taylor Swift and books. Yeah, it's like, damn, this chick really deserves some some Taylor Swift tickets. Go to Toronto. We'll sponsor the whole weekend. And then I'll come too. That's the dream. It was a very depressing few weeks trying to find tickets. It's okay. She'll do more tours. Oh, but this one. Imagine the next one and how good that one's going to be. It's not going to be all her eras. This is, oh God. I can't wait for you to see the movie though. You're truly going to understand what I mean. I want my whole family to watch it too, just so that they can understand why I'm so obsessed with this tour. Like I have watched live streams for weeks. It is not even funny. The whole summer I was like (laughs) watching every single show. So good. So good. Yeah. I'm very excited to see the movie and and see what all of the hype is about for you because I love her music, but like, I don't, I don't think I'm as much of a Swifty as you. So (laughs) I've just become so much more invested in like her personal life. I mean, I've always been invested in her personal life, but like her tour, I'm super invested in it. And I support Um, that. Yeah. But before we get into that exciting topic, what is keeping Mm -hmm. you going this week, Brienne? Well, (laughs) first of all, Emily is coming to visit me this week. I am. I'm so excited. Very excited about that. Um, the first point I put though actually was pumpkin pie because it's Thanksgiving, um, for us Canadians here. Uh, and I love a good Costco pumpkin pie. Oh, <laughs> so that was my first delightful. point. And then seeing Emily. Yeah, and then I put the next seeing point. Brienne this week and she's like, Oh, right. I put pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. The weeks are just blending together, but I am oh, very excited to dude, see you. I feel you. I know. I'm saddened that I'm coming on a work trip and not just a pure visit. Because I know. I do need a pure visit as well. It's okay. We'll get to have a little little chats and, and hang yes, out. So. It'll be great. And then I'll just wait with bated breath until Christmas. Yay. When you come back. And I might yeah. be able to see you. <laughs> Potentially, potentially, potentially. We'll see how the prairie weather rides. Yeah, I, last year it wasn't very good, and then you couldn't come visit. I remember. So <laughs> well, we'll make it work. It's it's this priority. time it'll work. You know, it's fine. I'm a, I guess I'm also seeing my mom and hopefully my little brother too when I come, which is nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, you haven't seen them in forever, actually, right? Oh yeah, like I well, I got back in July, kind mm-hmm. of like mid July, um, to Vancouver, and now. Um, they'll be just popping into Regina to see me and then still a long I'll get time. to see them again until Christmas. So, <laughs> Well, this is a nice in-between then because Christmas is coming up fast, actually. I know. It's a little scary. I know. <laughs> and like last year I moved here in July and then I didn't get to see anyone until Christmas. And like that was so, so oh, that was hard, long yeah. for like first moving across the country. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was a little intense. So I'm glad I get well, like this little in-between break. I visited you in November. Yes, you did. That was nice, but not your family. 
yeah yeah no that honestly like kept me going having people from home visit visit. like you and kayla and oxana like on our rotation yes the rotations were so necessary (laughs) like we gotta keep emily alive i know right oh my god who knows what would have happened throw myself into the sea I would have had to come join you for that, though, so... No, honestly. I mean, if it comes to that, it comes to that. Yeah, just call me up and I'll head on a flight and we'll both throw ourselves into the sea. Sounds good, yeah. It I wish to be dramatic sometimes. Yeah, I wish doctors still prescribed going to the sea to heal for hysteria. Yeah, I know. Because See, I like, need the that. The problem is, like, I moved here to flee to the sea and heal and it didn't work. So. Yeah, I just need to go on a vacation to the sea to heal. Like, a, a long, I... like, a month-long vacation. Yeah, and like when you were here and we were visiting the beaches and stuff, like it was so nice. That was to so just healing. Like relax, you know. Yeah. Like I understand why they prescribed that for hysteria. Like, yeah, you just get away sense. from everything, from like Fair your annoying husband or whoever it is, your family, and just sit by the ocean. I understand why people would feel better after that. Yeah. No. Honestly. But that's a huge sidestep. <laughs> um, anyway, what are you reading, Emily? Oh, I just finished A Ballad of Never After that I was talking about last week right. um, by Stephanie Garber. And I, it's so it's the Once Upon a Broken Heart series. And mm-hmm. I was listening to them on Audible instead of actually like reading them physically because I can't mm-hmm. read anything physically or else my eyes will pop out of my skull doing an history. Yeah, makes sense. Um, but the audiobooks are so good and this one was actually awesome like I mentioned last week how I wasn't as connected to the first one but like this mm-hmm. one so good and like the ending I like gasped it was really? so good it was like such a cliffhanger and it really didn't end how I thought it was gonna end whatsoever which was like a really nice change from like guessing plot twist but mm-hmm. I just really didn't see this one coming and it was very much like a like it's a, a little bit of like forbidden romance and like enemies to lovers, but it was like, Love. oh my god, just kiss already, Jesus Christ! Oh, like a slow burn kind of thing. Oh yeah, they're still not together, and I'm what? like, fuck you! And now still? they're like separated by like magical means, and like it's like a whole thing, and oh there's my a god. plot twist that has just extra kept them apart. And yeah, I don't know if I it's just been horrendous. Yeah, uh, I think like would... I get. <laughs> I get how strong the ship is, but at the same time, I feel like we've been given so much less than like some other books I've read lately to go off of for this mm-hmm. ship. So I get why people absolutely love them together. But I'm also like, right. oh man, I thought we were going to get more since how popular the ship was. But no, they're still going strong with the enemies to lovers. It's like I just they haven't been together to already. lovers yet. They're still oh. enemies? I mean, she's in love with him, but she hasn't told him, and it's like a whole oh, thing. Oh, is he in love with her? Up to secretly, but he hasn't admitted that either. Secretly, so, okay. Of course. Okay, so are they? Yeah, have they gone stupid. from like enemies to lovers to like in between the enemies to friends to lovers, or like enemies to they acquaintances even to think lovers? They're friends. Like they're just they just absolutely despise each other, and oh then he's been an asshole. But you can tell he's had to be like a fake asshole. For most of the time, oh, you know, one of those. So he's, he's still in his like fake asshole, gotta be a martyr and save her type of deal. Mm, <laughs> and there right. was like magical reasons that kept them apart. And the most frustrating thing is that trope of like, it maybe the our feelings aren't real and it was just the magic the whole time. And I'm <gasps> no! like, shut up. I hate shut those up. tropes. Oh my gosh. So that's those so tropes are the worst. Holy, I, I would, oh my God, if that happens at the end, 
please tell me because then I won't read it. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, the next book, the last one, I think it's a trilogy. So the last one's coming out on the 24th of October, I think. Oh, it's not out yet. Okay. No, so now I have to wait a couple more weeks in my frustration. A nice little break. Maybe you can read yeah. something in between, you know? Yeah, that's the plan. So we'll see how yeah. it goes. But what are you reading? I am continuing The Fall of Bradley Reed. Last week I was only like three chapters in, but now I think I'm about how far? Like 40% of the way through of the book now. Nice. I'm um, reading it on my Kindle, so I know percentages because <laughs> it gives you that. Um, I was like, that's oddly specific. Yeah, very specific. Brienne, you're doing math? No, it's the Weird. Kindle. Love it. Um, I really like it. Um, it's a little different than I thought. Like I thought it would be more – funny like more mm-hmm. calm in the rom <laughs> and it is funny but it also has kind of a realistic take on like romance because the girl is like her like fiance left her at the altar via text like 10 minutes before she was supposed to walk down the aisle oh my god um and it gives a real like sh- the main character is really like thinking back on that relationship and thinking of all the like things where she was like, I should have known. And like, she's such a people pleaser. And that part is like very real. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. That's horrible. <laughs> and then she's like, I need to get revenge. Obviously. Um, obviously. Of course, as she should. And then the FBI agent is like secretly trying to stop her. So they like, she was going to, I'm going to give can I give you spoilers or do you not want spoilers? Um, I, I feel like any. I wouldn't mind, but the okay. audience might mind. We okay, can't well. confirm nor deny that people side with you or me when it comes to spoilers. That's true. That's true. Okay, well, <laughs> they bump into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, like, this preconceived notion of her because he's, like, following her ex-fiance on, like, his embezzling scheme kind of thing. And so right. he's watching, like, both – her and him because she was part of his life and so Mm -hmm. she he thinks that she's just this like rich girl who just is like such a people pleaser and does what everyone wants is like really snobby and then like he slowly like meets her to like stop her from doing these things there's more to her he's like wait a minute (laughs) oh i love that that's so cute so that's kind of cute but i'm only 40 percent of the way through so i'm not sure how it's gonna go but i'm sure it's gonna go well oh my god that like ex-husband leaving her at the altar by a text thing i know have you seen that that thread on twitter that has been like when you slowly start to hate your girlfriend girlfriend. oh my god that's like like literally what this was (laughs) except not that sounds familiar except like a prime example it totally happens though because when she's thinking back on her relationship she's like i can pinpoint like all the moments where like i should have left him because he like Mm -hmm. didn't give a shit about me um, oh my god. And even now, like doesn't give a shit about her. Like and it's like totally like he was like one of those people that's like when you slowly start to hate your girlfriend and try and give her hints because you don't want to break up with her, you want her to break up with you. Oh god. Like, oh I my hate god. Men. <laughs> this is so real. I know me too. I can't handle it. I can't handle worst. it. Uh yeah, that thread every time it's all over TikTok and it scares me. I know. Me. No, I know. Me too. Like the fact Speaking that some men, men think this way. <laughs> Speaking of hating men, let's move on to our Taylor Swift eras. Yes. There's a big uh, love-to-hate relationship with a lot of uh, the inspirations of some of these albums. But there is so much more to Taylor Swift than 
the men she has dated. Let us put that as a mm-hmm. prime example. Obviously, yeah. Like, it's Taylor like, Swift. <laughs> exactly. That is why most of these could be just straight-up rom-coms, but they are not. So mm-hmm. that is a good preface. Yeah. So popular so we're going books through... as Taylor Swift eras. We're, yeah, every yeah. album. Every album. So we have Debut, Fearless, Speak mm-hmm. Now, Red, 1989, Reputation, Lover, Folklore, Evermore, and Midnight's. Yay! All kinds. I'm up. so excited <laughs> for this. So what was your debut, Brianne? What did you have as debut? So for my debut, I picked To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Oh, <laughs> because classic. Of the, the naivety, the like young kind of learning how she's going through life and um, the letters obviously are so sweet and a little bit of a love triangle and just kind of classic high school figuring things out dealing with other people's opinions absolutely yeah that's a really good one I had I couldn't pick just one so I had anything (laughs) Sarah Dessen has ever written yeah um because I used to read her books so often when I was like preteen teenager and they were just like these cutesy summer romances mm-hmm. and the same thing it kind of had this like naivete and and this kind of um learning about life quality that I really enjoyed about them some of them yeah. were more like romancy than others but they all had some sort of like finding yourself narrative mm-hmm. which I always mm-hmm. liked what is your fearless pick next one <laughs> again I couldn't pick just one so I have Anything and everything John Green has ever written. Yeah. And also Anna and the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins. Because I Mm -hmm. feel like John Green's books have so much to them, like so much depth. So like there is a lot more depth than meets the eye to Fearless. This is what Mm -hmm. I think. But also it kind of is branching into that like kind of high school romance and like figuring out... figuring out how to how to navigate breakups and what you want mm-hmm. out of life and like family and then Anna and the French Kiss is kind of like a fairy tale swept up romance as well yeah. which i think goes along with fearless perfectly mm-hmm. i support that yeah john green everything i think really works for yeah for fearless what about you what did you have for fearless i have um similar to the last one vibe wise but the summer I turned pretty um so obviously there's the show out too but it kind of encapsulates all of the high school it's a little more mature than to all the boys I've loved before um but she's still dealing with like heartbreak and like all these feelings that are coming into play um and just navigating all of that (laughs) No, absolutely. I totally support that. And mm-hmm. on, like, there's so many songs that could fit with that yeah. show. Like, I know they've used a lot of like lover songs mm-hmm. and stuff midnight too, songs. But, yeah. Yes. But like, the way I loved you, I feel like would be such a good. <gasps> yes. Like, they used that, didn't they? I think they did. They did in season one when Conrad stands up at the debutante ball. Yeah. Like, that oh, just like. I need oh. to rewatch it now. <laughs> I know. But like I don't know, like yeah. you're not sorry. That's a good one too. Mm, that's for... a good one. Oh, so th- yeah, there's so many songs. There's a, yeah, like, it really fits. I think. I think whole, it definitely does. The whole series in the books is just like Taylor Swift coded. Oh, it honestly is for sure, and that's mm-hmm. why I love that they've been putting Taylor songs in there. Although I find it funny that like they put 
the original argument was like, oh my God, we have Taylor Swift songs and all the Conrad scenes. And then they yes, had to betray and like, us and put one in the, the Jeremiah scene. But I also... So now I'm like, oh my God, it just adds so many layers. It does. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I thought we figured it out and now we haven't. Exactly. So now we can't like follow a low key thread through the Taylor Swift songs to justify mm-hmm. Conrad, but... And the way Whatever. they didn't play Snow on the Beach when there was when there was on the snow beach and it was snowing. Beach. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, wasn't it in the trailer? Or was that like an edited one I saw? Like, I swear the season two trailer had Snow on the Beach playing. Um, it had another song. I forget what song. Could have just was. been in a fan edit because I watched so many of those that they're like, I'm fixing the scene. I know and they, they like on the blend together. In. I forget what song it was, but I do remember watching um the actress that plays Belly, Lola, um, mm-hmm. react to the trailer and how she freaked out when there was Taylor Swift in the background. That's one of my yeah. favorite videos I, ever. She's such a Swifty. I support her. I love her. And like, there were so many videos and pictures of her and Jenny Han at the uh, Eras tour. And I lived for mm. it. It was great. <laughs> That's so cute of them. <laughs> yes, it was adorable. I loved it. What so is what you your... Have for- oh. Ooh, what did you have me to then? Now? We're too excited. <laughs> I know. Um, I put since you've been gone. I didn't write down the authors, so I can't remember. But I, I think don't it's know. by Morgan Matson. Yes, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know Emily's read this book, but I don't know. It if was it's... so good. <laughs> I loved it. I don't know if it's very well known, but um, I really like it because it's like showing how not everything goes the way you planned it to go. Yes. And it's more like adults in like I believe they're like graduating high school soon. I have I read it so long ago, but I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. One of the the girl, the main character is um kind of an introvert and she has like one friend. Um and it's like their last summer or something before graduation or something like that. Yeah. And I think then so. her friend just like disappears. And, like, we don't really know why. And she can't find her. And then she finds, um, like, she gets a letter from her that gives her, like, kind of a bucket list of everything to do for the summer. And so she thinks if she completes this bucket list, she's going to find her friend. Um, But it's all things that she, like, never wanted to do. Like, go skinny dipping. Go on a date. Go get ice cream from here by yourself. Like, go to a party. All this stuff that she's been too afraid to do. Um, and she has to go do it by herself so that she can find her friend. Yeah, but it's like all just like about finding herself instead, mm-hmm. you know. And like that was so cute. I loved yeah. that about that book. I know it was it was so cute. When I read that book, I was like so inspired to have like such a great summer. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. No, I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you put for Speak Now? Mine is kind of like a hard shift. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I would not equate Since You've Begone to, to mine because mine was uh, Song mm-hmm. of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Yeah. Which, like, I, okay, long live. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is very ironic when talking about the Song of Achilles because, yeah. I mean, we know how it ends and it makes mm. me want to cry. But, no. like, Last Kiss, like, I'm just, I think of some of the songs and I'm like, oh my God, it makes mm-hmm. me want to cry thinking about the characters in Song of Achilles and like the fact that they're still so young but they're like having this like romance as like 
they and they were friends they were friends <laughs> history will say they were friends yes but like there's just such a strong connection between them and they're so young going through all of these like big life events like they're mm-hmm. literally going to war and they're supposed to be like married off and and things like that and yeah it's just it's such a great narrative and there's just so many things of like they they can't be together but they are together but then there's a war but then like shit happens and people die and it's so dramatic dramatic. and I just oh and there's just so many songs I feel like on speak now that just made me want to cry about like Mm -hmm. things that I can't have or like experiences that I wish I could change or like a little bit of like hope for the future and i feel like that yeah is song of achilles even I, though people die i agree <laughs> it is a hard switch but i think it fits well as for the song for the album too yeah like it's like two there's different ways you can take all of these albums and i love yeah. our like balance of how we do these I know. That's why we had to each make a list and couldn't make a collective list. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. We have to show all the all the sides of Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. It also gives a bunch of book recs for anyone who loves Taylor oh, Swift 100%. and wants to read through her albums. Like, exactly. If you like one of these albums, you'll like these books. Yeah. Um, do you want to give your red book? Sure. Yeah. So my red was daisy jones and the six mm-hmm. um by taylor jenkins yeah. reed and i just feel like that fits so well like it's got it the really like does. the like city vibe but the like kind of a little bit of grunge and like exploring mm-hmm. your identity and i mean let's be real we talk about like treacherous i knew you were trouble yeah like sad beautiful tragic oh there's just so many songs that I feel like could fit that narrative so well Mm -hmm. whether it's like with like Camila or like Daisy or like it's there's just so many things that could fit and there's just like such messages of like dealing with heartbreak and and dealing with things that you that are more kind of like adult themes as you Mm -hmm. kind of are coming into yourself if that makes sense and I feel like that really encompasses Daisy Jones and the Six I agree yeah it really is kind of like finding your way yeah yeah and together falling apart even the concept of like Red being more of like a pop album than Mm -hmm. her previous albums like it's not like the quintessential pop album that I'd say 1989 is but it was like Mm -hmm. her first kind of venture into more poppy songs and I feel like Daisy Jones and the Six, like they have that like Fleetwood Mac thing going on where it's like kind of like a country rock indie vibe. Yeah. Like, so I feel like kind of the melding of the genres as well is. It works. It does. What about I you? Like what it. did you have? Um, I have everything I know about love. Um, it's by Dolly, Dolly Alderton or something. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, it's more of like, it's not a fiction book. It's, it's more of like a nonfiction book, like mm-hmm. one of like a memoir kind of thing. Awesome. Um, but it's everything I know about love is written by Dolly and um, in like what she's learned in her 20s, basically. Um, awesome. And so it talks about like first major heartbreaks in your 20s, like major mm-hmm. loves, friendship and how like your friends are like – a different kind of love that you 
kind of overlook sometimes. Um, and just everything you experience in your 20s. I think everyone should read this book. It's really good. Oh, <laughs> um, I'll have to put it on my list. Yeah, and she just tells stories about her life and what she's learned and, you know, coming into her own. Yeah, well, I feel like Red is such a storytelling album, too. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that kind of, like, story element of that book. Yeah, and it's more mature because it's about your 20s. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Which I feel like Rad definitely is like delving more into that of like mm-hmm. your young adulthood. Yeah, like the first three are kind of more like teens, kind of getting there, and then like Red is like more like twenties and on kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I love that. That fits so well. Mm-hmm. Um, for nineteen eighty nine, I put a gathering of shadows. I'm very interested on your explanation on this one because like I get the vibes, but like, how would you explain it? So it's not the first one in the series. It's the second one. Um, And the reason I chose this one is because the female character, Lila is kind of, kind of more the main character in this book. Like she, she comes into it a lot more and she's in more of the scenes and she's discovering that she also has magic. Um, and there's a competition, like a magic competition, and everyone's mm-hmm. telling her, like, not to do it. You can't win. And she goes and just does what she wants and, like, girl bosses the heck out of it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I just feel like it fits 1989. <laughs> no, I love that. I, I love that. I love the, like, mm-hmm. the girl boss because totally. this is a girl, girl boss album, and I love that. Yeah, and everyone's like, you can't do that. Like, you can't win. You're too weak. You haven't learned enough. And she's mm-hmm. like, get lost. I can. And she does. So yeah, <laughs> support no, her. Yeah, right on. <laughs> we <laughs> love that. Put? We love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, my 1989 was Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, mm-hmm. which is like kind of an mm-hmm. interesting pick. I was struggling to figure out which album to put Evelyn Hugo on because it's such a like dynamic book and like we were talking about before we started recording it's kind of like an era's tour in itself of of the the life of this woman um but I feel like 1989 like it has the kind of growing up and discovering yourself girl Mm -hmm. boss vibe but also just kind of this reflection too on your life and the people that you've been with and the people that you love, the people that you mm-hmm. have bad blood with. <laughs> and like, there's just, there's a lot of dynamics in, in 1989. And I feel yeah. like seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo has that. And it also, since this is kind of like the pop album, it definitely, I feel like that ties well with like Evelyn Hugo and like her stardom. Yeah. And just kind of that, that popularity and I get like the red carpet vibes from like mm-hmm. from this too and so I think that that definitely fits but totally just, yeah like, looking at specific songs like I don't know like wildest dreams could be such a good fit for like the two yeah. uh, love interests that are like finally at the end I won't necessarily spoil it <laughs> um but like all you had to do was stay. Oh my God. That would be such a good that would tie work. in. Yeah. Because there's just like so many tragic things that happen. <laughs> and like how you get the girl, 
that's a classic. And I feel like, you know, Evelyn Hugo, just trying to get the girl. Let's be real. So. That's all she wants. <laughs> but yeah it's just so good and even some of the like slower songs like clean like Mm -hmm. things just it it ties in well with kind of the the messaging of seven husbands of evelyn hugo i think yeah but the next one is a super fun one (laughs) (laughs) reputation i love that album so much And as fantasy girlies, I think we struggled to pick pick. what we would put for this one. Yeah, I actually wanted to originally put what you put, and then I didn't put what you put. But then I took it off, so... Oh, you did! (laughs) I changed it. Oh, you totally did. Okay, well... So you can mention both if you want, because I have two, of course. Originally, I thought of putting Fourth Wing for reputation but i know we've talked about fourth wing like so much already in our like five episodes um so i actually put from blood and ash yeah which i think works like i did something bad oh yeah you know for sure look what you made me do absolutely and honestly brianne the more you get into that series the more this will be so true yeah i know (laughs) i need to i need to read the the next ones but so far it's only the first one but just looking at the songs i'm like king of my heart i'm like oh my god these all work oh i for know series. well and like poppy's just trying to like break out of her her role as the maiden her like. role as the maiden yeah exactly yeah. And, like this narrative that has been built around mm-hmm. her that she hasn't been the one to define so it just mm-hmm. it fits so well i love that that's and then the good love thing. interest you know um hawk as we'll call him for the start it's like <laughs> it's totally like the look what you made me do like you know kind of thing oh for Um, sure and they both kind of have that in them but yeah i love it (laughs) now you list your several ones my i'm so bad at trying to narrow things down because i just have too many too many things i want to say all the time Mm -hmm. my first that goes along with from blood and ash is cersei by Mm -hmm. madeline miller I feel like I've just like picked the same authors for most of these because I have two Taylor Jenkins Reed and two Madeline Millers. Yeah. But they're well deserved because Cersei, obviously, so badass, very misrepresented in like Greek mythology retellings. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like she's trying to like not necessarily change her reputation, but she's trying to like get what she wants out of life and decide for herself for once what is best for her. Mm-hmm. whether that means turning men into animals or not so whatever works just, you know love, like the look what you made me do like that whole yeah oh yeah that definitely fits with soundtrack Cersei's of that song well. of that book honestly for sure well and same with i my second one is the poppy ward by mm-hmm. rf kwong and this book series is a knife to the heart every <laughs> single page yeah and it literally just makes you want to die. I haven't read it. Because everybody dies. It's just like, it's so just epic and thrilling and disastrous. Like the everything, mm-hmm. the whole political system is just wild. And yeah, it's just, it's such a good kind of like war narrative. Yeah. And political intrigue. So I, I think it definitely, it fits with Rep too, just in the like don't blame me I did something bad type of era you know yes. because there's just there's a lot of massacres we'll say that which I think we can say that Taylor Swift massacres everybody through totally reputation. anyone that listens to her 
Massacre. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Next, I'm very excited for this one. Lover. Oh, this was so hard. <laughs> this was, it was very difficult. Um, I'll go first because I think yours is the better pick. Um, so oh, we'll no, save that I one. like yours. I picked Beach Read. Um, yes. Love that one yes, yes, so yes, much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to pick one and I wasn't sure if I was going to put Book Lovers or Beach Read, but Beach Read won out because, you know, the character, she's a romance writer. And, you know, she doesn't really believe in love, doesn't want to write romance anymore, but things change, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the romance is just so good in that book. The lovers. It is. Oh, my God. Like, it just has me, like, giggling and kicking my feet. No, I'm like, it. do like, I read so it again now? Oh, my God. Honestly, I would so do a whole reread of all of these. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enough said, honestly, for that one. Honestly, I don't think I yeah, need to explain. Yeah, that summed up super well. Yeah. But yours doesn't need explaining either. No, Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Jane Austen. Just perfect. Enough said. Yeah. And I was saying, like, I, I think it ties into some of the, like, feminist elements of Lover as well mm-hmm. that we get with, like, the man and you need to calm down and things yeah. like that. Like, it's very kind of, like, political in a way that isn't, like explicitly political but like we know the vibes we love the vibes yeah like i can see a fan edit of the pride and prejudice 2005 movie with the songs from lover yeah no honestly i can see it it's yeah no absolutely and there's just obviously it's like the quintessential love story Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot wrong with it but you just can't you can't the romance chivalric romance i need to watch it again oh my gosh i'm addicted to that movie oh me too anytime i'm sad i just have to watch it and then i'm both sad and happy after the end i know but it's like being sad for a different reason so yeah so it's okay i forget about what i was originally sad about exactly that i did i just did that like two weeks ago and i rewatched it yes oh just instantly i love that on to folklore, the next one. Yeah, no, we struggled with folklore and Evermore, and for yeah. good reason. These two are really hard. <laughs> I couldn't decide because I feel like I haven't read enough books that kind of describe or like feel the way I feel when I listen to those albums. My problem is that they already tell such good stories that it's hard to yeah. put a story on them. Mm-hmm. Like, I can I put like the seven poem <laughs> as. <laughs> folklore can i put like the entire narrative of like betty and like augustine and all of that together on this yes i'll just write my own book and (laughs) put it all together and put it all together well i picked finally um normal people for that one yeah that's a really good one because i feel like the one yes and normal people like go together That's so cute. well you know yeah oh i like that yeah and then i also feel like that book just carnigan and august i feel like work really well for those ones yeah um, invisible string like let's be real like they oh totally they kept coming back. like it was yeah yeah invisible string i forgot about that one totally yeah um what did you put um, I put Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. 
because it's also kind of like I don't know it gives me obviously lake vibes folklore like but like Mm -hmm. add some mist to meet me at the lake and it's folklore (laughs) yes just add a little bit of mist to it and you're there but like I don't know like I I get the same kind of vibes from the romance and meet me at the lake because it is kind of like an invisible string thing Mm -hmm. because like the they meet years before and then they were supposed to like meet up one year from that day and then he never showed and so then they like then they meet each other again years later when like her mom has passed and she's taking care of their like family business on the lake Mm -hmm. at like this resort and he's the consultant that's like here to save the day and there's just so many things like happening in the background that just really tie it all together which I feel like is how folklore works too yeah i agree i agree i haven't read meet me at the lake but from your description i think that totally fits yeah and like august obviously is like quintessential so Mm -hmm. yeah it had to match august that's like the song of the album yeah well like even i I don't want to like compare illicit affairs to this but Mm -hmm. like they do it is kind of like an emotional affair a little bit when they meet because like right. she has her like childhood boyfriend basically still at the time, but she's in university. So um, like, but it's change, also kind of like, yeah, but it, and it's like that whole day, she kind of like bases her day around this other guy. And it's like, mm. I'll just kind of like drop everything to hang out with you for the day because I think there's something here. And yeah, it's super and there cute. Is. <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. So what did you have forevermore? Forevermore, I finally decided on Little Women. <laughs> and I, I, I appreciate that. Okay, yeah. I based it on um, the movie, the new one, um, the 2019 version, I believe. The Greta Gerwig one? Yeah, yeah. Rather than the book, although the book is really good, but that movie just – I just love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies, and I feel like it fits Evermore with, like, the early winter, the family, like just, I don't know, just everything I feel like works with it. I was, as soon as you said that forevermore, I was like, how can we put champagne problems to Joe? Like that is, that I is know. just the quintessential song for her. Literally, it like, it's just her. I know. Like if anyone has champagne problems, That's it's Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. I feel but like yeah, each of them have a song. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I just thought of the worst thing. I was like, no body, no crime as like a death song on a bed. Oh my god. That's horrendous. I am so sorry to Beth for thinking that. Oh my god. Beth is Marjorie. Beth is Marjorie, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that better because that was horrible. I feel like Meg (laughs) could be like Ivy or Happiness. Oh Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Mm, and we should mm. do like a whole character analysis. We totally could. Yeah. Yeah. Because like right where you left me. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God. That would be a great one. Wow. I feel like that could totally fit for Lori. I was going to say, yeah, that's Lori for sure. <laughs> being hung up on Joe. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Um, what did you put forevermore? I had a discovery of witches because yes. yeah, obviously like Evermore gives witchy vibes, especially Willow. 
and yeah. everybody says during you'll you'll see this in the movie i'm sure i'll okay. remind you at the time thank you but Please everybody do. says that during when taylor swift sings willow at the eras tour she's like summoning things and she's like performing Ooh. witchcraft because the the stage setting is just so cool and just with the, the dancers and everything sounds. so oh it's so magical mm-hmm. so i definitely i love that and i think like like a discovery of witches is kind of like like dark academia romance yeah. time travel fantasy it's just like all of the above and i feel like evermore is an all of the above kind of album it has a little bit of everything in it 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 totally does yeah it's like everyone can enjoy at least one song from evermore i think no exactly exactly and like i said just the like cinematicness of evermore and fol- folklore really mm-hmm. it's hard to put it to a book it but is. I think All of we these are so job. hard. <laughs> and like, I know people I know, are going to have... really struggled. I know people are going to have so many um, different opinions on these. Oh, and I feel like I could totally switch this share. up and do a whole new list tomorrow, too. Yeah, same. <laughs> I could like read a new book and be like, oh, no, this totally fits. So, yeah, like, I please share. These are, for sure. We need to hear more opinions. Mm-hmm. But last but not least, what did you have as Midnight's? So I put... Renegades for Midnights um, by Marissa Meyer. Well, just like all of the songs. You haven't read it, but all of the songs work like Anti-Hero. Um, okay, yeah. Vigilante Shit, Karma, Mastermind, Would've, Could've, mm-hmm. Should've. It, they all fit. Karma, oh my gosh, yeah. I said that one already, but they oh, all so fit awesome, because though. Renegades is like they have the villains and like the heroes. Mm-hmm. And this one girl who was being raised by the villains as one of the villains like goes undercover into like the heroes academy and starts like her plot to tear them down like to ruin the heroes and to Mm -hmm. ruin their lives like her life was ruined um by the heroes (laughs) and so it's kind of this whole thing and then she realizes that maybe what she taught was taught wasn't correct like maybe Maybe both sides are wrong in a certain way kind of thing. Right. Um, but the whole time it has like totally like she's plotting, like the mastermind, she's so smart. And then, and then throughout the whole series, like at the end of the first book, it's like would have, could have, should have kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I totally – like the whole series kind of fits with Midnight's. Oh, my God. That makes me want to read it even more now. And I know that it's literally been on my list since the day I met you. That was like one of the first books I know. ever recommended to me and I still haven't read it. I was like, it's so good. Have you read anything by Marissa Mayer? You have to read this. Oh, man. I It's still on my list, I promise you. And now it's now it's even higher. Get so. it up there, yeah. <laughs> I think you should. And when you read it, you'll be able, you'll be able to see like – this is really Midnight's. I get it. Yeah. Well, I love Midnight's. So I think it's definitely, it's become a better priority. Yeah. I, I love your pick for your Midnight's album. This was the only one that I was solid on. Yeah. And the more I think about it, the more perfect it is. It it's is. Akatar. Yeah. Obviously. The series. Like, obviously. The, the whole, whole series. series. Yeah. Because like, if we go through the song list. Yeah. Like, Antihero. Obviously. Obviously. So. And, we don't like, even need to okay. talk about that one. You're on your own, kid. Fits so mm-hmm. good. Midnight Rain. Yeah. Uh, vigilante shit. But okay, so Despera. the Great War. The Great War fits so good with Aka War. Mm-hmm. Would have, could have, should have for Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Enough said. And don't Enough even explain. Said. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, and I mean, Farah being 19. <laughs> yeah. 
And the God's honest truth is that the pain was heaven. Like, oh mm-hmm. my God, that just, that fits so well with Feyre and Tamlin. And there's just so many songs to like cry to, but also that are just so badass. And like I feel like that's how I felt. You're like, get wrecked. Yes. <laughs> and that's how I felt the whole series. Yeah. <laughs> Reading this entire series. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the thing that fits the most for me is Mastermind too, because I yeah. will never forget reading Akamath mm-hmm. and and just Reese the specific scene where Reese was telling Feyre, I saw you in my mind and I like pushed, I saw you painting dresser drawers and you were feeling sad yeah. and I pushed thoughts of stars to you because that's what makes me feel calm and oh my happy. God. And like she painted stars on her dresser before all of this even happened. And mm-hmm. that had me bawling my eyes out. So if anyone is a mastermind, it is Sarah Jane Ass. Yeah. We can't contend that at all. And that will be further proven by um, her next book in the Crescent City series. Everything she writes is just a masterpiece. She is oh, a mastermind. It's so good. So I I feel like we could equate the mastermind um, title to Sarah J. Mass as we I would think to Taylor so. because they both are just geniuses. They're lyrical geniuses. Mm-hmm. They're their, just, their prose is oh. just so good. Yes, I agree. Their storytelling abilities. Yeah. Unmatched. <laughs> just the way they connect things. It's like, you've been thinking about this the whole time. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, they're 10 same. steps ahead. I'm like 10 steps behind. Always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the only one I was very, very solid on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I, I agree with that one, actually, a lot. I had so much fun doing these lists, though. It was so hard, but like, it was also super fun. It was really difficult. Like, I was thinking about it all day I was like looking through my Goodreads and like searching up just like different types of books because my Goodreads isn't up to date (laughs) yes mine too I haven't I swear to god I haven't used it consistently since like 2014 Mm -hmm. which is so bad I just need to start over (laughs) I know I restarted mine and added a bunch of books that I know I've read but there's still some that I like forgot that I've read until I see it and I'm like oh I did read that yeah no me too and that's how I felt trying to put together these these lists I was mm-hmm. like I know there's something that fits yeah it's now just I need ever to know changing. everybody else's opinions <laughs> I know I'm I'm gonna hear some other things that people say and I'm gonna be like you're I was so wrong you are so yeah, right like I that one that one's that's the, the correct one. answer yeah <laughs> there's probably books that I haven't read that just fit so much better I know I agree eventually we'll read every book known to mankind and we'll be able to do this list again yeah, we'll get there later. Just Sounds wait good. like 50 yeah. episodes. Yeah, it'll be fine. Then <laughs> we'll read it. We'll have read every book known to man by then. So For sure. Yeah, we're, yeah. that's our timeline. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for listening to Reading Retreat. We put out episodes every week and you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Reading Retreat Podcast to see our journey and let us know what topics you'd like to hear. If you liked listening to our rambling, please rate us and give us a review. It helps so much with being a new podcast and we would love the support and feedback. See you next time. time. Hey, we actually did that on time.